Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Gentlemen, boys and girls, gaming degenerates of all ages, welcome back to another edition of A Winner Is You, hosted by TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. We are back. We missed one week, unfortunately. Uh, we had a lot of folks out, uh, you know, out on assignment. You know, we got games to play. We got yeah. things to do. Yeah. Unfortunately. Life happens. Yeah, it sucks. But, you know, we're all back. We're all here. The whole crew. How's everybody doing? Alive. That's 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 a start. Step one. <laughs> start. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nobody else is alive. So. Yeah. It doesn't get. Oh, I mean, good. really doesn't get any better it's than that. Well. <laughs> what more can you ask for these days? You know. Uh, yeah, I guess in this in this environment, you know, we just you hope to be healthy. That's about all you can hope for. It's true. It's very true. So knock on wood, I think we're going strong there. So for now, here, here, here's the knock. Is there. it real wood? Yeah, real wood. All right, because mine, that, that's not wood. I don't think. Oh no, actually, uh, yeah, no, it's it's fake. It sounds like a tom tom drum. Yeah, <laughs> you have to up your desk. <laughs> Wait, man, my desk is awesome. It needs more. Wow. I need more space, but my desk is awesome. Yeah, when you knocked on it, your whole camera jiggled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that. It's just like, uh, is there an earthquake going on over there? 
That would be my one of three monitor stands with the camera on top of the, uh, the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a excellent episode as we end July and we begin August. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's check out what's on the board for today. Well, we got to start out with a little bit of what you play, and it's been a couple weeks, so uh, I want to know what everybody's got going on. I want to talk a little Legos, as the Nintendo franchise has leaped on to the franchise that is Lego. We also, keeping with the Nintendo theme, we have a mini partner showcase that we stumbled upon that has some uh, cool quick clips of upcoming games. And speaking of upcoming games, the Xbox Games Showcase revealed a few games that are coming out for the Xbox Series X, as well as finishing off with what's coming out for August. Let's get into it. playing today guys what's what, what what do we got going on what's everybody playing All the good stuff who's yeah. starting who's starting it I, let's start i'll start us off so jersey uh, the only one that wrote something oh. down I, even i didn't <laughs> yeah he's too yeah, old some, he can't remember you know, what he's playing well, okay some boomer. of us like to add context to the document so other people can <laughs> you know be aware of what we're going to talk about uh, but you know that's just some of us Others i know of us I add that's lot. just one of us I, it's the only, one, only responsible one. <laughs> uh, there we go, you happy? So, <laughs> no, I'm not even looking at it right now. <laughs> so, uh, what I've been playing recently, it's it's a VR game. It's called VTOL VR, or VTOL. Uh, for the uninitiated, that uh, stands for Vertical Takeoff and Land. Uh, it's, a, it's a flight simulator for VR, and... Uh, you know, there's a couple of them out there and around now, and some are better than others. But this one, I think, is really fantastic. It's it's in early access right now, uh, but I think it's going to be releasing uh, very shortly here with a full release. Uh, it's just a really cool game. Uh, you basically sit in the cockpit and the VR. So, you know, you're sitting on a chair in real life, but you're, you're sitting inside of a cockpit, and all of the controls work inside the airplane. So you're, you know, reaching down for to the joystick. You don't actually have a physical joystick. You're reaching and holding on to the kind of virtual joystick in front of you. Uh, you're pushing the throttle. All of the switches work. Uh, the little heads-up displays and all of the gizmos and gadgets in front of you, uh, you know, the arming computer and the uh, heads-up display and the navigation and all that stuff, all the buttons on there work. So you can select, you know, different armaments, uh, different targets, uh, you know, you they have actually, like, a, as the name implies, they have a vertical takeoff and land uh, option where it kind of takes off more like a helicopter, and then you you slowly kind of pivot the uh, engines forward until you're in kind of a stable airplane-style flight. Uh, and then to land, you can either land traditionally or pivot those engines back and slow down and land more like a helicopter. Uh, they have a ton of options for different aircraft, you know, actual jets, uh, this uh, VTOL style uh, aircraft. Um, they have some, you know, air-to-air refueling uh, type missions that you can play. Um, 
I would say the only big downfall is that it's not multiplayer. It's single player only, uh, at least right now. I haven't heard whether or not they're going to be adding any sort of multiplayer, but at least right now it's all single player. But it's it's just a lot of fun, especially if you're into flying, uh, you know, which which I am. You know, I have my pilot's license uh, in real life. I don't get to fly. I don't get to fly as uh, as much as I would like. But this kind of scratches that itch for me. Uh, something you can do in VR. Uh, it's it's super awesome, so that's what I'm playing. Do you have a Do you have a control stick and everything as well that you're using that can, that can go with this, or is it just in the VR? So you no. have to use the you use yep, the, in the VR the, the hand the joystick or whatever. In the VR, it's a hundred percent virtual. Okay. So you can't. I don't even know if you can hook up a joystick or anything to it. It's a hundred percent virtual, so all of the controls are situated around you. And uh, they do it pretty well. So, like, the throttle and stuff, you don't have to constantly be holding it. You can kind of put it to a position and let it go and do other things with that hand. And it's not like all of a sudden you're going to start losing speed. It kind of sticks where you put it. Um, same thing with uh, the flight controls. You know, if you if you let go of it all of a sudden, it's not like all of a sudden you're going to start crashing to the, to the ground. You know, it kind of sits. It basically, it, it, if, for pilots, it kind of auto-trims so that, as soon as you get into some sort of level flight, if you let go of the control stick, it's not going to fly out of control on you. It's going to kind of maintain whatever situation you're in uh, until you grab that control stick again and start moving around. So it's, you know, it's, it's just the right level of uh, kind of realism with arcade because you know, that doesn't necessarily happen in real life, but in this game, it makes it ultra playable so that you can kind of let go of the controls, do other things with your hands and then come back to the controls uh, and they're you know right where you left them. So I think it's a really cool, really cool game. And it's got uh, I see it, it looks really awesome. I'm just checking it out right now on Steam here, and it's got you know some playable missions and stuff like that. I, I assume you've done some of those, and it looks like through the Steam Workshop, users can actually create new missions and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it does look like that. I haven't gotten into the Steam Workshop as much. I think that's probably the next thing that I want to start getting into. Uh, most of what I've been doing so far is the training missions. Um, I think they have additional missions on top of that, but a lot of the training missions are just as fun uh, because you know you're yeah as a newbie you're coming into these aircraft. There's about a billion buttons that you can push in these aircraft, so you do need to kind of get a refresher, not refresher. You got need to kind of get brought up to speed on what everything does, you know, what buttons do what, and I think they do a really good job of getting you introduced to the plane and getting you up in the air as fast as possible. You know, I've played some of these other games. I think what's the other one? It's called DCS uh, something other. I'm hoping that's what it's called. It's something like that. <laughs> DCS flight game. Something. I'll try to look for it. And maybe if if I'm wrong, I'll DCS I'll do a World Steam later. Edition. Yeah, that's it. There you go. So that game, it's free to play. So it's free to download. But I think it's how they make their money is you like pay for aircraft or pay for scenarios it's 100 percent dla that or dlc that you're uh paying for um and that game i think is super realistic but there is this the learning curve is as steep as i've ever seen any learning curve like you're you literally are just plopped down into an aircraft and said good luck like <laughs> figure out the controls you know and and i think they're pretty realistic controls so like you're sit down in this mig uh 17 a fighter jet and all the all the controls are in russian and well have fun like try to figure out how to fly that thing you know like <laughs> so it's that kind of stuff whereas in this game it 
it has a tutorial that actually walks you through like, okay, if all you want to do is get off the ground, these are the controls you need to know to be able to get off the ground. Uh, and then throughout the training, they slowly bring in additional things like, okay, well, now this is how you shoot. This is how you land. This is how you do this and that. So it it's a pretty cool kind of stepwise to bring you into something that I think can get fairly complex the more you get into it. Uh, I would say so. Trying to fly a plane, I don't, I don't think it's very easy. I mean, I know you can do it, but I mean, mm. yeah. <laughs> Fly, flying a plane is easy. It's landing a plane. Sorry. Landing a plane. I see, and I see there's an option to land a plane on an aircraft carrier, so you can just top gun it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, if you, you ever want to relive that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, it has been added to my on wish list. As it's twenty nine ninety nine if you want to buy it online, and it is early access. Um, you know, so I might. Uh, well, I know I'm definitely going to pick it up because I that looks pretty fucking awesome, and it'll be pretty yeah. neat in VR to be able to fly a plane and look around. One question I have before we move on, though, how does this compare to the flight simulator three of us have actually tried out? If you know what I'm talking about. Mm, yes. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Can we talk about what we're I don't doing? know. I don't think we should, I don't think I... We should talk Caught it. Caught it. <laughs> uh, so three of us had had a chance to get into a fairly advanced flight simulator, and I think that's really all we can say. You know, Maybe we can expand on that later once we get uh, maybe check out a few things. But anyway, uh, no, it's it's not that. It's, right. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, this is a video game that costs 30 bucks, right? This isn't a multi-million dollar flight simulator. So... Uh, it's, it, but take that for what it is. I mean, it's, it's a very good VR flight simulator. Um, you know, I haven't seen many others that, you know, make me feel like I'm actually there. Uh, it's, it's really good. I, I have played a couple other ones and I can't remember specifically the name of it, but there was one another one that I played that it was more cartoony looking. Uh, but I really got really bad motion sickness from it. Uh, and I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know we've touched on this a couple times with VR, and I don't know exactly where that comes from. It seems like certain games are definitely more susceptible to it than others. And in that other flight simulator, it was definitely just, yeah, maybe it's a refresh rate, or it just, the motion didn't match exactly what I was planning for it to match, but it felt like I was getting, you know, going to fall out of the plane and just get really sick on it. Oh. Uh, so much so to where, you know, I was really interested in playing. Well, now I got to look it up to, because now I'm talking about it too much. I need to actually figure out what the hell this thing is called. Uh, uh... But I'll real time follow up that in a second here as well. But basically, it's it just, you feel like you're there. And I wanted to play it so much because I'm so into flying and don't get a chance to do it in real life. I wanted to experience it in VR because it's really the next best thing. And it's that game i played it so much and there was so bad uh motion sickness that i actually had to take a step back from vr for a while until ultra wings ultra wings i was waiting for i was waiting for a gap because i found it (laughs) ultra wings Wings is the name of the game and it's it's a fantastic game so don't get me wrong don't let this uh, discourage you from buying it if you're into these type of games but it I played it so much and there was so much uh, bad motion sickness uh, that I got from it that I actually had to take a step back from VR for a couple months because I was like, you know, I, I just got sick playing it. Um, 
And, you know, it's kind of like if you had a bad experience with uh, an alcohol, uh, you don't go back to that alcohol for a while. You know, some people I know have been uh, decades since they've gone back to maybe like Southern Comfort or something like that. Uh, (laughs) There you go. Uh, So it's kind of like that, right? Like you you get kind of sick from it and it's like, oh, I don't want to go back to that. Um, Whereas this VTOL VR, I don't have that at all. Um, Like I said, I don't know exactly what it is. Uh, it's probably a combination of a bunch of things. You know, to be fair, I've played the VTOL VR on the Index, whereas I played Ultra Wings on the Vive. So maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, but Vault VTOL VR is is fantastic, and I just wanted to talk about that for a couple of minutes. So, so like I'm not aware of this part of it. Like, obviously, I haven't bought Steam games in a long time, but. So, like, it's early access, but came out in 2017. So, like, is that just because they're continuing to develop, make it better, and it stays in early access before they release it? So, yeah, that's basically, that means that's when it came onto Steam and it was available for sale. But it's in early access. So, you know, some games do better in early access than others. Uh, it's almost like a Kickstarter, right? You're, sure. You're paying for this game. Um, it's better than Kickstarter because you actually do get something for your investment. Uh, you get to play the game in whatever state it's in. Uh, but hopefully they continue to develop it and continue to add new things. Uh, as an early access adopter, uh, usually you can participate in some forum or you know, maybe it's on Reddit or maybe they have a forum on their website where you can you know, for sure uh, give bug reports. So like, if anything's happening that's crashing the game or anything like that, you can kind of give that feedback uh but then you can also get involved in the community and start you know talking about new features that they're adding and potentially even give ideas for things that you would like to see added to the game um and you know potentially that would get added in so it's kind of a neat way to that developers are you know sort of crowdsourcing this uh bug reporting and potentially getting new game new ideas you know i don't know how much they actually look to their uh you know fan base for that but i think it's happened you know there's been a a few really good success cases uh you know kerbal space program is probably one of the biggest ones that was it was on early access forever uh and then once they finally released it it was just a huge uh a huge success so and there's you know countless other ones where they've been very successful and they've get a really big following when they're in early access, they get a whole community around them. Uh, pretty much all of the bugs are completely removed because you have so many people playing it that by at some point you're going to hit some of these bugs. Uh, so that by the time they actually release the full game, it's rock solid. And I've noticed that a lot of these developers actually continue to develop after they do a final release. Uh, and a lot of times those you know added features after the fact are released for free and not as DLC as you see in you know some other some other you know bigger AAA type games. Yeah. No, that's awesome because I've like I've done beta you know, yep downloads and demos, but like usually that's not a hey you got a chance to provide some feedback and see if things will change. Um, right. I think the last one I did where I bought a game that was early development was PUBG and the final product looked the same so I think we just paid them to give them money <laughs> well, I mean, that, that, was it. <laughs> that one was especially weird right because I think that was a mod to was it Arma 3 or something Arma like that 3, yeah it became its own thing after a mod to Arma 3 because that's where yeah. that whole battle royale started was Arma yep. 3 
So that one's especially weird, right? Because it was kind of just this mod off of a completely different game. So really, how much yeah. development are they doing? It's it's on this it's a completely released games engine uh, that had its own sprites and everything. Like, they, what what really developing are they doing? Are they doing? So yeah, it's none. Kinda, they did yeah. none. <laughs> <laughs> that have been like playing, like paying for uh, Portal or something after yeah. they brought it out because it was its own little thing, and have been like. Oh, now we're going to make it its own. Give us money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Adam, what else? You, what are you playing as well? You got still got some more um, VR stuff going on? No, I I uh, haven't gotten back into my VR too much. Uh, I played the demos I talked about last time. Um, I have been... I was on kind of a video game break where I wasn't playing as much as I usually do. And then uh, sports happened. So my life's been Yay. sports when I'm not working. Um, but that won't last long with baseball because thank you, Marlins. But, you know, that's besides the topic. Uh, but so that got me excited to play. <laughs> that got me excited to play. Uh, I have an old MLB The Show um, just because baseball's back and I'm excited. And then I was playing 2K because basketball season officially started again today. Um, but I put a lot of hours this weekend into... Um, Swotor, and if you guys don't know what that is, that's Star Wars The Old Republic, which oh. is the free-to-play um, game by BioWare EA for its a MMORPG. Um, I got a couple buddies we've been talking about rolling back into it, and we haven't. I haven't played it since like 2012. It's been out since 2011, and I felt like I remembered the whole start of the story, building our characters. And it was a lot of fun getting back into that kind of playing again and playing a PC game, PC game again. Um, and I put a lot of hours into that over the weekend. Nice. Dude, you know, that game got released a while ago, right? Maybe 10 years ago or something like that? Maybe not yeah, right, that right at the end of 2011, the, I started playing at the beginning of 2012. Yeah. So it was a while so, ago. <laughs> yeah, I guess, how do, you, how do you feel getting back into an old game like that? Because I feel like a lot of times... It's really hit or miss for me when I'm going back through the back catalog, whether it's something that I'm actually going to enjoy playing again versus something that's like, okay, it's one time I've played through the story and I don't really feel like I need to experience that again. I guess, how are you feeling playing an older game like this? Uh, you know, to me, I think this one's a little different because I, the way I played it back then was, you know, I had one Jedi and I had one Sith and I would, my buddy and I would rotate which, which way we played, I guess, every time we played. And I never really played it by myself. So we would race through missions together. And I like I didn't care what the story was. I just wanted to play the game because it was Star Wars um, back then. And now I like, granted, we did kind of rush through some things so we could all just play together and enjoy it. But um, as familiar as it feels, it's kind of refreshing because like I enjoy Star Wars and, you know, after the movies that came out, uh, I don't need to get into my uh, critique of those. But uh, playing something I remember loving playing back, you know, eight years ago, um, it was a nice refresher. If we play it or I play it for a lot longer, I don't know. But uh, you know, at least it's free. You know, I didn't, I'm not, I didn't pay sixty bucks to play a game maybe you know ten times and then call it a day. Um, but I was surprised how good it looked. Like the graphics were. Were pretty good it looked better than what i remember um still all the options uh except it seems like they took even more away where it's come on pay us 15 bucks a month and you can get even cooler shit 
Yay, EA. But that's the EA way. <laughs> EA way, no. pay to play. Yeah. All right, Not quickly, quickly around the board, though, I want to ask this then. Since you brought up Star Wars and your opinion on the movies, I'm interested, is what is your opinion, love it or hate it, for the last three movies that came out? Ugh. Um, that's a hate it's not it. a right. All three at once. You have to. Yes. All right, go one by one. Go go five, no, seven, eight, saying, nine. All three, all three at once. All four of us talking at the same time. That'll be what we need. <laughs> so I guess, how, are you guys like, um, I don't know, moderate to big Star Wars fans or not really Star Wars fans? Like, I guess I don't know what you guys are on that scale. What, what what does it matter with your matter? review of the? Tell me, yeah. Does that I'm change? Does that change your <laughs> does review? Does that change my review? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. I'm just curious. That's all I want. That's all I wanted. Was I love it? I want a simple answer. I god you know damn what? it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a Drew. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a all good right. game. Yeah, it's a good Mo- movie. No, no, it's that's that's wrong. That's wrong. I was mimic. I was uh, making fun of what he does for every video game. Uh, yeah, it's good. God damn it's it. Good game. You know what? <laughs> Sorry. Hate <laughs> <Hey>, it. <laughs> uh, am no. I starting? Do you want me to start? I'm, on yeah, I, I asked you. Story. God damn it. <laughs> I'll go into it. No, no going uh, into it. Yes or you loved it or you, you like him or you don't. <laughs> Uh, okay, Force short Awakens, <laughs> but it can't be short because it changed over no, time. It has to be. <laughs> We're not spending the that much time on this crap. We can make a, we can make a whole episode on this if we want to. <laughs> and yes, I'm absolutely down for Multiple it. Multiple episodes. <laughs> but we need to do that <laughs> at another time. Per movie. <laughs> that was not on the list. <laughs> I'm sorry I asked. Um, <laughs> Drew, I... what do you think? <laughs> We'll go I back to you. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, it, it, there were there were parts where it wasn't as good, but I think in all it's good. good. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic, Sean. Do you actually want to know what I feel, or I is that... do? <laughs> do you like it, or you, you like them, or you don't like them? What's your <laughs> I like walking out of the theater, every single one of them, I thought I liked. Until I got home and all of a sudden was watching reviews and people talking about what they felt about it. And then I was like, well, shit. Like, apparently I'm not a big enough Star Wars fan because all these people hate it. All these games, like all of these movies people hate. And they all talk and bad talk about it. And I'm like, you know what? When I'm in there, when I was watching those movies, I was like, this is awesome. I don't care if it's fan service. You know what? I'm a fan and service me. That's what I want. Like, give me all of the stuff. That's what she said. You know, and <laughs> that was, maybe that was a bad. Uh, Are we doing phrasing? Are we yeah. still? I think we should be doing phrasing. That's for sure. Oh, man. Coming out in uh, September. Uh, so, yeah. No, I, I liked walking out of the theater. I saw all three of them in the theater. Walking out of the theater, I liked it. Uh, and then I started feeling bad about myself as soon as I engaged with anybody that was in uh, the fandom. So, and that made me sad. But oh. otherwise, I thought they were good, good movies. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It's all that matters. Nobody is, nobody's like, no, Star, Star Wars fans have not liked a Star Wars movie since the first three came out. 
Yeah, it's a toxic community. So, That's the problem. They're going to complain about everything. So, well, they've been so. six bad movies since the first three came out. So. There you go. We know your answer. We got if your not answer. For the memes. The first three movies would be just trash to me. Hello there. Honored, you were the chosen one. <laughs> and then seven, eight, and nine were just so boring. They were just so slow. Like the whole starship chase, where half the movie Leia is just flying a ship in one direction, and they're firing torpedoes at her terribly the entire time. Well, they're bad I'm guys. Like, You've been chasing them for hours, and you can't hit them. Like, Have you seen a stormtrooper shoot? <laughs> You're, Get you're somebody the, else on that gun. You're the problem. <laughs> Just enjoy it. It's amazing space uh, battles. No, no, don't get me wrong. They're entertaining, but I just they they really weren't good movies. Like even outside of being Star Wars, they they just weren't good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. After it was all said and done, like the next these three, uh, I ended up liking. The Force Awakens the most out of the three, and I don't like it that much overall. Um, when I first saw it, I loved it, but I slowly realized while watching it, and after every time I watch it since, it's a New Hope two. Um, so it's just that's what J.J. Abrams does is he he gets you on the things you know because it's comfortable and it'll be a success, but there's no real challenge there. It's it's kind of the same movie. Last Jedi, there were a couple things that I thought. I liked and I wanted to see where they would take things. Uh, but there's a lot of stupid shit in that movie. And half the characters are wasted for two hours to get somewhere be- for no reason. Just because we need something to do with these actors. And then Force Awake or not Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker. What, while watching it, I was like, oh, I, I like some of this. And then my first hour and a half, I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is too fast because they got to fix the entire previous movie. So it just shows they should have had a plan for all three, not, ah, figure it out and do what you want each movie. And that's why it ended up, ended up being good. So I'd say the last good Star Wars movie was Rogue One. Like, I yes, really enjoyed that as a movie. I, absolutely. I like, the spinoffs are actually better than the trilogy. And that, I guess that's why I'm a bit jaded on that, is it's like, you've got all these creative people making all these creative spinoffs, and you can't. They just couldn't do anything with the final yeah. trilogy. It was like, I don't, I don't know what the point of it was, basically. Yeah. the Too many people had their hands in the pot, I think, of trying to make it successful and not just letting some person run with all three or an idea for all three and changing things each movie is what uh, why it wasn't successful. I don't, we could keep going. We're not going to. No. I, I, like wanted a, I wanted a yes I, or no, basically. And you, no, I'm <laughs> so sorry. It's not a yes or no. It's not yes, it is. That's all it needs to be right now, and we can good. talk about the rest of it later. You know, yeah, no, I, I'm going to stand up for all the people that were just like me who were not alive. We weren't alive in the 70s when the first ones came out, mm-hmm. so we didn't have this strong emotion to them. Our first real exposure to them was maybe watching those as a kid, uh, but then getting the prequels and everybody shitting on them for it, as each one came out. Everyone was just, oh, that's such a terrible movie. Ah, you know what? Yeah, and what? to me, it was <laughs> whatever. To me, it was like going into these three movies. I enjoyed them sitting there in the theater. I'm like, this is awesome. You all can say how terrible it was after the fact, how terrible it was that they had two different directors that were fighting each other about what story parts were important and which ones were weren't. Yeah. Like, okay. If you want to get meta about all this stuff, we can talk about (laughs) it. But 
if you're just in there watching a Star Wars movie, it's a fan like it was a Star Wars movie, like a full triple A Star Wars movie. It was awesome to sit there and watch all of that crazy shit happen. So it looked I amazing. Have... I'll, I'll go right? with that. They looked amazing, and there were good but, things, just not a lot of good things. So that's like you can't spitting... tell me you wanted to see Luke suck on that green titty milk in <laughs> Last Jedi because that was needed, <laughs> or uh, Superman Leia. You know, that's some stupid bullshit. <laughs> no, it's like if you're eating a, a whole fucking stack of Twinkies, sure, it feels good in the moment, but <laughs> you should feel bad about yourself after the fact. <laughs> you, you can't argue with that logic. No, I mean, you can't. No. can't. That's, that's, that's got to be the last thing you say on that on this topic. <laughs> you're not going to top that. <laughs> That was it. Okay. Described it perfectly. Well, there we go. That's uh, there's your yeah. Star Wars, and that's it for Star <laughs> Wars talk. And the winner is you, Star Wars talk. Brought to you by thechairshot.com. Star Wars. Go watch it. It sucks. Oh, <laughs> the next. <laughs> wait, wait. We didn't even hear your opinion. Yeah. No, there's You're no time. Skip your opinion. <laughs> you said it's easy. Yes or no. Just say yes or no. Love or hate. <laughs> Love. Moving on. All right. There we go. Oh, no. How could you like it? (laughs) It's science. There you go. He is a scientist. That is. I'm a scientist. better get that on the slate for a future episode. We got Star Wars talking. Star Wars. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. Well, we might have to to go into bandwagon nerds and start uh, just, just do a... That is why I asked that question, because we could do a complete debate, and we could have a crossover episode between Bandwagon Nerds and Winner Is You. We'll have a moderator, because we have conflicting agreements, or conflicting sides on the other show between uh, Big Dave and Patrick O'Dowd, who one guy hates him with all all his might, and the other guy (laughs) thinks it's a great movie, so... I'm talking about the the whatever the last one was, Return of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Return of Skywalker. <laughs> That's a running joke as well. The, the Phantom. Oh shoot! What is it? Now I'm gonna forget it. The Damn Phantom. it! <sighs> Phantom of the Sith was there. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> it was the first episode apparently. It was Jar Jar the whole time. <laughs> it was Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> that a... I would have I would have been like, this is the best movie ever, just because of the stupid bullshit that would have happened. Right. Okay, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. I put I put Star Wars on our topics Did number it. one topic. Okay, number one topic. We'll talk. We'll, we're gonna set up a fucking Star Wars. We're gonna set up a crossover <laughs> episode <laughs> and do this thing. All right, topic number two. Hey, hey. what are you guys playing? Hey, <laughs> oh shit! Now we're still talking about what we're playing. Damn it, Sean! What are you playing? I know you want to talk about what you're playing, actually. <laughs> so I took your advice, picked up Far Cry 5. Uh, it was 10 bucks, So I was like, all right, you know what? I can't go wrong with it. And I got to say, I'm pretty pretty blown away by it. Um, the story is really fucking cool. The villains are fucking nuts in just the most entertaining way. Um, the gunplay is actually really, really well done. So I'm not a fan of Halo where you got to sit there and just unload an entire clip to take down a guy's shield just so you can pop him. Like this, you know, you roll up on a guy with a 38, you know, Saturday night special and you just pop him in the back of the head and it's like, boom, he's down, we move on. And uh, the vehicles are a lot of fun too, like flying around a chopper, flying around a plane, like 
dropping bombs, uh, you know, World War One style, just pitching a grenade out the window, basically. Um, it's it's really good. The only downside was I took down my first, you know, region boss. And it was kind of a really disappointing boss fight where you basically just chase him down, shoot at him, and then when you know when he parachutes, you cheat and hit him in the air, <laughs> and then he falls from however high up, doesn't die. You have a big long drawn out conversation, and then it's over. But you never actually fight him. Like I, I thought when he took off in his plane, you know there was going to be backup and there was going to be all this other stuff you're going to have to do. You know you need a gunner on the back, and no, you just chase him around. And that's that's pretty much it. So that was kind of a letdown. But otherwise, that's what I'm playing. Far Cry 5. Tons of fun. Glad you guys suggested it. So you're welcome, first off. Uh, <laughs> but second off... Yeah, it was a so, good game. It's a good game. <laughs> all right. Uh, so which direction did you go first? Or which, uh, which of the seeds did you go after first? I went after Yes Man. Okay, so you went, yeah, so you kind of followed the queue where he had said, okay, go off this way. That's a good place to start. And it totally does feel like a starter area, right? It's all pretty yeah. light and uh, it's all cornfields. And so, good. I mean, that's how I did it too. And I, I suspect, you know, probably 80% of people that play go that way because I think there is a little bit of a prompt to say, like, start heading that way. Uh, but realistically, you can go to all three mm-hmm. or either one. Uh, so are, have oh. you gone to the second one yet, or which one do you plan on going to? Uh, I actually kind of jumped between John Seed and Hope Seed. So okay. I went and checked out the, the Bliss factories and stuff like that, and then got into a whole trip, and it was like, oh yeah, this this has that Far Cry 4 feel when you kind of go into the spirit realm. For sure. It's, I, I, I put off Hope until the end, because that actually kind of all freaked me out, how it was all kind of drug trippy and like the people don't die yeah no yeah exactly (laughs) that to me was a little crazy but so the other question i have and this is maybe a minor spoiler for fall cry far cry 5 so if you haven't played it for some reason you're listening this far about it then you skip ahead two minutes or whatever but uh so (laughs) it's not that damn it yeah you can put it on so how did you feel the first time you got abducted like, did you feel like you were doing something wrong? Did you feel like you were dying all of a sudden for some reason? Or did you realize right, right away that, like, oh, this is a scripted event and I'm getting abducted here? You get abducted? Yeah, so there's a couple. <laughs> yes? When? Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think in the place where you are, it would have been right after you found that main kind of town. Oh. And you get hit by like the bliss bullets, and you then go to that baptism. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay. So that thing. I remember when I <laughs> Adam's watching basketball. Apparently, he's very titillated by this uh, conversation we're having. I'm not listening to spoilers. I haven't played it. Okay. <laughs> so the fact that you heard me. Just... Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, got me. <laughs> um. Because I remember when I was playing it, I was like, man, did I, uh, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? And I felt like I was dying all of a sudden. Like somehow I did something wrong and my character was dying and I got like really upset because like, you know, I hadn't died <laughs> at that point yet in the game. And I was like, man, what am I doing? What's wrong? 
Uh, and then it kind of took me by surprise that it was a scripted event. Did you feel that way at all? Or did you kind of know right away, like, oh, this is some sort of scripted event and it's just happening? Game over, man. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it did certainly take a second because it, it's not immediately apparent what's going on. You just kind of slow down and it's like, uh, okay, something's happening. But then that whole scene at the baptism was just the best. Oh. And I let I let my partner get hit in the head like three times before I decided to actually say yes <laughs> and take the book. Oh, I felt geez. so bad. I was like, maybe I just wait and something happens. And now I just kept beating him over the head with a pistol. And I was like, fine. And then, you know, that whole sequence <laughs> happens. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm an asshole. I mean, well, who's done that to begin with? Who knows? With Far Cry games, you probably could have said no 20 times and then uh, something would happen. I was kind of waiting for it, but then I felt bad because he just kept getting bashed over the head. I was like, you know what? I feel for this. I feel for this guy. <laughs> just got to look away, man. <laughs> so, in I fact, just... and so, well, since you're past this and end, Dan, I know you're past this point in the game, but at the very beginning, uh, when you're going to arrest the guy at uh, the church, right? You're, you're, that's the whole beginning of the game is you're helicoptering in, He's giving a sermon at the church, and you're supposed to go in and arrest him. And I think you're holding your gun up, or you're trying to put the handcuffs on him. And you have a choice. Uh, like I think it's a press A to cuff or something like that. If you literally don't for, I don't know what it is, 5, 10, 15 minutes, something like that, uh, it takes a different turn. So just like in the uh, Far Cry 4, was it, that was had that yeah. ultimate ending? I didn't have the um, patience. I wanted yeah. to play so bad. <laughs> this one also has an alternate ending, so I guess be aware that's out there. So if you wanted to just play a second version of your game or something and try that out, it's something else that happens. So New Game Plus. Interesting. Yep. Ooh. Uh, there is a New Game Plus in this. Uh, oh, baby. So. <laughs> All right, I'll stop with the, the vocalizations of my emotions. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. All right. Is that it for Far Cry? I think that's it for uh, what you're playing. I got to go with mine, too, still. I know, I know. Well, well, (laughs) you can can read all about what I played if you go to thechairshot.com and check out my latest video game review that posted just one day ago as of the time we're recording. So I guess if you're listening to this, it's two days ago. But I reviewed Paper Mario, The Origami King, which I know we talked about a few episodes ago that I was very excited that was coming out. I was very much looking forward to playing it, and I very much hated it, unfortunately. Yeah. Let me tell you. Hated it! it they, really, they really tried to get innovative with the fighting, with the battles. And so this is a RPG type of game. And it's a turn-based, it's always been kind of a turn-based fighting game. They have a little bit of stuff you can do out in the, you know, overworld. But generally, if you run into a guy, you're going to get into some kind of battle. And they went with a very radical style where it was a circle where your guy, Mario, is standing in the middle. And it's a circle grid around you. And the guys are in different spots in the grid. And you have a certain amount of turns that you can do to the grid to line them up. And you can shift them, you know, around the circle or back and forth across, you know, across the the line they're on to kind of line them up so your weapon will work. 
And if you can line them up in a row or in the in a block of two by two, you get an extra additional kind of power up and you can probably get through the fight in one turn without getting attacked. So it's it was very they tried to be very innovative with it, very different. And I from at least from a good handful of reviews uh, found that this is, you know, was terrible. And I had the same opinion that it was just it did not work very well. And, you know, you can get hints from, you know, guys and you can go do a training thing to kind of learn how to do it properly. And the other problem is you have a time limit. You can't just stare at that thing and, you know, try and figure it out in your head while you're looking at it because you only got a certain amount of time to solve the puzzle. And you also have a certain, only a certain amount of spins you can do to the grid to solve the puzzle. So it, it was very stupid. I get the idea. It was kind of, you know, I get they were trying to do something different, but it just didn't hit home. It it made the fights kind of annoying to do because every time you got into one, you have to sit there and think about how to set up the puzzle and solve it and kind of, and it just took a long time to deal with. And the worst part about it was that those battles were worthless. They don't power up your guy. They don't do, they don't do anything for you. <laughs> you got you get coins and that was it and there is an abundance of coins out in the world that you could use that you can get and the only time you power up your guy is just playing through the game and you come across as you go through the game you come across the hearts that give you additional hit points and then give you an additional power to your weapons and that's it so the battles are completely worthless out in the field and once you really realize that you basically try your best to avoid any kind of fight for the rest of the game. It's, uh, it's, it's stupid. I mean, what's the point? I mean, there's there is really no reason to get into a fight unless you're forced into it. So it turns really into a stealth game. <laughs> it turns into a run game because <laughs> once they see you, they chase after you, and you just run away. It's, run away! <laughs> that's that's what it turned into towards the end of the game, and I'm like, I just want to get through this damn game and be done with it. Because it just wasn't, and there's a ton of dialogue. I mean, I, I don't know how many pop-up boxes. I mean, I get it's a Mario game, and it's Mario RPGs are kind of notorious for that. But it was, like, just slow as shit. Just trying to get through these scenes, just to get on with the story and stuff like that. Where just unnecessary stuff that you had to click through. And it was like, ugh. And too much dancing. Way too much dancing. <laughs> every every boss and there was some point in each level where there was some kind of dance off or some kind of dancing going on that was like okay this is getting ridiculous this is way i mean i get it it's a more of a kid's game and it's gonna be a little silly but holy shit like they piled it on man <laughs> so that's what i did i finished the game just the other day it just came out on the 17th and i i binged my way through it um and wrote a fun review, so go check it out on thechairshot.com. And uh, unfortunately, I would not recommend playing it, so <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to moving on to something else, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so that's it. That's do you it. think it was, like, I know you said it's mainly kids, right? Cause, but did you do you think it was made for kids? Or, like, they were gearing the game towards kids? Um, I would say maybe 50-50. Um, and I say that <laughs> because apparently, and I had to look this up, apparently there is a running joke in Paper Mario games, uh, of a phallic nature. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get that you know dick in there. Goombas? You know, the Goombas <laughs> look like dicks. 
<laughs> toad? Well, that's what toad is. <laughs> I, I went through. Toad I got is through, a toad. That's what it was too. It was it was toad, but it was in one of the levels that you're going through, and you're in the desert or whatever, and they had they have these statues that you have to go to, and it was a large statue of a toad, you know, a toadstool, but it was long, tall statue with the toad head on the top, and I'm like, boy, that doesn't look very kid friendly, and I'm like, this is kind of y and I'm like, this is kind of weird. And there was four of them out there. And throughout the game, you collect these, you can collect little treasures or whatever, and it's just like trophies throughout the game of different iconic images or whatever, and I, I can't remember how many there were because I didn't go back and try and collect them because it was terrible. And uh, But one I came across was that toad statue that looked like it was, you know, fleshy toned color woman and it was just the long shaft with the toad head on the end of it and it was and it was treasure number 69 and that's amazing i was like wait a minute that's there's no way there's no way and i googled it immediately i'm like what is this and I found this whole thread of, yeah, they do this in all the games, basically. There is some kind of hidden, not necessarily hidden, but there's a reference to something. There's a dick in your face. Yeah. <laughs> so I, we, I, don't, I don't know if we can figure this out or how we can make this like the show art or something like that for this episode. But holy shit, that's a fucking dick. Like, <laughs> are you kidding You're looking me? it up. Yeah, right, hold on. Yeah, this is research. This is yes. research. Here come. There is no, <laughs> there's like, no, there's no way it's not right. That is... <laughs> so I looked at it. I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, come on. And so I, I had to immediately Google it. I'm like, that, that is no way. That's an accident because it's even his, even his feet are the balls. Man. Like, <laughs> that's definitely a dick. That's the first one I see. There's no... Oh, my God. There's no ifs, ands, or dicks about it. (laughs) That is a dick. So I binged it, and I got a bunch of lawn ornaments. (laughs) This thing is fucking... Are you you binging? Stop binging. (laughs) On your Internet Explorer 7? What are you doing? No, I'm on Edge, bro. Come on, that's the new one. Yeah, I'm going to open this Chrome. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, it's kind of like in Disney. Like, that's a Disney thing. Like, classic oh, Disney yeah. uh, shows and movies. There was always, like, sexual references that were hidden in there. Yeah. Uh, and they still do that, I'm pretty sure. I, like, if you look it up, oh, you'll I'm find sure. a bunch of uh, sexual innuendos. Or dicks like this one. Or something. That is a dick. <laughs> that is something. There's no there's not much innuendo there. I mean that is a right. they, I don't know, man. They are just Maybe sticking it to you. They're sticking it. In your endo. I can't believe it. And number sixty nine, like come on. Right? That is You're, not a coincidence. Nice. nice. Uh, that was probably the best part of the game. <laughs> I tell you that. Oh, man. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you found it, like, so happy holding it. It took Bing 10 minutes to find it. <laughs> Age 8 of Bing. Found it. <laughs> no, it's still bringing up lawn ornaments. Uh, I opened up Chrome and then went to Bing. And then went to Aging. 
You used Bing.com on Chrome and then it found it? Is that how it well, works? Well, I typed, I went to Yahoo and then typed in the <laughs> search engine. MSN.com. You got Steve to fall, dear? Like, what is going on? Alta Vista, man. Alta Vista. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, there it is. That's the, uh, that's the phallic origami king right there. That should have been your review. That's what <laughs> yeah. you should have named it. <laughs> you definitely should have put that picture in your review. I mean, I should have. Yeah, I, you know, I missed opportunity. I didn't do it. Damn it. You, yeah, somebody's got to you know proofread those things before I post them. <laughs> <laughs> You're lacking dick in this article. <laughs> right. Where's the dick? <laughs> right. I will find it from now on. Here on in, it's <laughs> my solemn oath to find a penis for every article I post. There we go. <laughs> Just don't bing it. Just don't bing it. Just <laughs> don't bing it. Just bing it. Is that their slogan? I don't think that's... Should be. I hope not. Like, just do it. I don't even think they have a slogan. Well, they don't have a search engine, apparently, either. That works. <laughs> it does for certain content, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We're going to skip ahead. We're going to talk a little bit about what we found on Nintendo, where you can look up a little bit of a demo of some games where they talk about basically their, uh, well, we call it the mini partner showcase, Drew, that you stumbled upon there. Yeah, it's uh, so it's it's just a little... Nintendo Direct. So people who are familiar with Nintendo, they release these Nintendo Directs. Uh, what is it? Probably like quarterly or something like that. A couple so. times a year. Yeah. Uh, they release this Nintendo Direct where they kind of showcase some of the up and coming games. Uh, this is a mini one, so it's just a, a couple games in here. And uh, so there is a Zelda game uh, that is included in it. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, I can't remember the name of it. That's how unin interested was, i am uh, in it hyrule uh, cadence uh, of hyrule yeah yeah you know thanks. i thought you guys i thought you'd be obsessed with this kind of game actually i thought uh dan would be but yeah. why it's just a music uh it's more of a it's, music game where you have rhythm, rhythm you play to the game. rhythm yeah. I, and i was like yeah. oh that seems like it'd be addicting like i could see one of you guys playing that kind of game it doesn't look good i'll be honest but i mean it has it has that what is it called like two and a half D like top down yeah. visual, you know, like the standard uh, Zelda kind of view. Uh, so it brings back a little nostalgic feel, nostalgic feel that way. But it just doesn't look like that great a game. And I think when everybody is just literally waiting, like any type, any anything Zelda coming out of Nintendo right now, better be Breath of the Wild two, or it's just yeah. we're not happy. You know, and I think that's kind of what this hit is. Like, as soon as I saw the word Zelda and they're like, no shit, they're going to release Breath of the Wild 2. Like, any information? Like, what's going on? Uh, and no, it's this, like, you know, I, I, I can't even say it's crappy. I don't want to be that bad about it. But, like, this smaller game that really is not that interesting to me, I just kind of got sad about it. So, uh, that one's not really for me. But I think the one that I thought was kind of interesting is this uh, WWE uh, 2K Battlegrounds. Um, it's, you know, this definitely falls Dan into more into your boat with the, the wrestling kind of theme, but 
man, if this does not scream celebrity deathmatch to me, uh, you know, for those that are in the right age range, you'll remember this as a TV show uh, back in the 90s, early 2000s, something like that. Uh, late 90s. What, what was it? Yeah. No, I was saying MTV. Oh, it was that? Okay, yeah, it was MTV. So, um, back when MTV maybe still played some music videos from time to time. But, <laughs> uh, anyway, the Celebrity Deathmatch, for anybody who re- re- remembers what that uh, show was, it was fantastic. It was funny as hell. Uh, claymation uh, celebrity wrestling deathmatch where they would, you know, claymate and these uh, celebrities and have them just brawl it out. Uh, this basically looks like that. It has that very similar feel to it. Uh, but, for you know WWE, um, and I think Dan, you know even a little bit more about it than I do, so I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, it's so basically WWE 2K put their standard game on the back burner for this year. Um, they wanted to definitely retool it. There was a lot of you know the last two years they've been they've been really bad, and the last one was even worse when it came out. Just horrible reviews and just almost unplayable type of game, you know, so that I think they decided to take a year off and kind of retool it, which I'm very excited about because I've not been a fan of all the new games. I played, I didn't play 20, but I played 19 and just, it was okay. You know, the storyline was good, but, um, you know, I, I basically, same thing, kind of just found myself putting it on easy and just trying to get through it because match wise, it just wasn't fun or anything like that. So I'm really hoping they come back next year with something, a lot different and obviously this one is a lot different and very radical from what they've done and yeah it definitely gives off that kind of celebrity deathmatch vibe or you know a lot more over the top action that she can do a little a lot more archaic um you know type of matches but it, it, you know it, it's definitely different it looks I, i've seen you know a lot of the you know demos and stuff like that that they've shown especially you know they showed a lot of it on you know, wrestling shows. If you're if you're into those and watching Raw or SmackDown or anything, um, and it's you know a mix of all the different characters. So I, I'm interested to see if there's any kind of creation of where you can create your own characters because they have some, like you said, there's Stone Cold's in there and Andre the Giant. Um, you know, some of the older characters, but then there's also you know John Cena and you know the Rock's in there, Hogan's in there, uh, but a lot of the new characters as well with Asuka and. Uh, Jesus, you know all those, all the new guys that are that are out there right now. Um, I so, got you. the fiend, <laughs> the fiend, Ray Bray Wyatt, Wyatt, Braun Strowman, you know Kofi Kingston, Big E, Drew McIntyre, oh, Big E, yeah, Cesaro, get the spin going. Yeah, see, you, know, you could have a lot of fun with that. So a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that you know that I think will be entertaining to more people than just wrestling fans, where you can you can have some fun with this archaic, you know, more like, you know, if you're a fan of NBA jam or if you liked NFL blitz when it was, you know, back in the day, you know, I think you'll, you'll probably enjoy this as well. Um, so I, you know, I'm definitely, I think I'm definitely going to give this one a shot cause it's fun and it's something I think you can have some fun with friends and playing, you know, online or and stuff. Cause it's a little more that style, you know, or like super smash brothers or something where it's, it's not simulated, you know, like rest like regular wrestling games have been. So it looks pretty cool. You can you can throw guys into gators. You can uh, smash guys up with uh, motorcycles and things like that. So uh, you know, you know, weapons abound. Have some fun and just go out there and, and play with friends and stuff. I think that's that's what they're looking looking forward to on this. 
Good. Yeah, I didn't think. Uh, yeah, the other games they showed, I, I wasn't really a big fan of, or really had any interest in at this point. Um, but that yeah. was a big one and kind of cool. And I, you know, it also gives it. You know, you could get it for the Switch, so it's gonna be good for kids there, and you know, it'll be out for all the other systems as well. So go check it out. All right, S- sticking with the games. Uh, releases and, and new things that we're seeing xbox as well did a game showcase last week where they finally announced some new games that'll be coming out for their system i'll throw this one over to adam i know we're all uh ps4 guys really at, for the most part ps4 or pc but you know some of these games will be coming out for the for the pc as well um, is there any that grabbed your attention that maybe is out coming out for both systems or maybe Xbox only that would make you have any interest in picking up an Xbox at some point? Um, nothing really. There's a couple games that stuck out. I'd say nothing that I've looked back and said, Oh, is that coming out on PlayStation? Um, I just, you know, been waiting for this. Cause as you said, we've been talking PlayStation, you know, a lot because half of us here, well, I think, I think you have PlayStation too, but you're more PC, but most of us have played more PlayStation than Xbox. So the with the five coming out, like we've we've seen <laughs> we've seen a lot of stuff coming out with the five. So like you know, just been waiting. What's Xbox coming? Because they're going to be releasing a console new as well. And you know the things that stick out for me, which I didn't really necessarily look if it was PC as well or any or if it was uh, could be played on PlayStation or other. Um, you know, Halo obviously a big one. Uh, I did watch a little bit of the trailer. Looks like Halo. Looks uh, That was not one of the games I super got into. I probably put the most effort into Halo 4. Um, so, like, I'm not one that started start to finish play Halo. Um, probably why I didn't ever really need an Xbox. Um, Fable, big one. Like, if you've played Fable in the past, there's a new one. And then the other one I saw um, was the... Um, I think I talked about State of Decay before, where it was like the zombie only kind of simu not really simulator, but you're in a zombie world playing State of Decay. I played the first one and the second one on my Xbox One. Um, Xbox exclusive, I think you can play on PC too. Um, you know, it's kind of the same game. I don't know if I would want to get an Xbox just to play that necessarily. And then um, I saw the thing about Destiny. I didn't realize Destiny was doing another DLC. I didn't realize it was still that big of a game. Um, that's something I actually have for PlayStation, um, and I was one of the active play every day to stay ahead players when it first came out, uh, Destiny and Destiny 2, and then I kind of got sick of it, is how I'd put it, where it felt more like work than work does, and I get very tired of games when I feel like I have to put in hours every day to stay caught up, um, and it's a grind, but, you know, some DLC, I didn't realize they're still making that, so... And there's plenty of other games as well. Not sure if you guys saw anything that stuck out. Sean, you gave a kind of gave a thumbs up to to Fable when it when he mentioned that it's kind of coming making a comeback here. Uh, you know, are you, I'm guessing it's for other systems as well. Are you probably looking forward to that one? No, Xbox only. That's an exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. No, I, oh, man. Fable is it's a just a gorgeous game um it's one of those you know every decision you make kind of leads to a different outcome and you can be good or you can be evil 
Um, but it's a really well-told story. The fighting is a lot of fun. Um, it's not built for realism. It's built more kind of like a fantasy type thing. But uh, yeah, I saw that on the list and I was like, oh, I really would want to play a new Fable. Yeah. And I also saw Stalker 2 on there, so that's pretty cool. What's, uh, what's Stalker 2? Uh, Stalker, the original one, I think it was only on PC. Uh, it's uh, about Chernobyl. And uh, oh, kind oh. of, it's a shooter slash horror-ish game uh, where you're going around. Um, yeah, it's Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl was the first one. Um, and so you're kind of walking around, taking on like hills have creatures like it's just it's really it's kind of gross but it's it's kind of a spooky shooter interesting that's funny there's a vr game called chernobyl light that i put oh. on my list and it's you're basically out there in chernobyl going yeah i don't i don't know what exactly what the story is but it's looks kind of somewhat horror-ish kind of creepy type of game so that's that's kind of interesting i wonder if it had took any of the stalker game uh into it or anything like that, but I'd have to look. Interesting. How, so how does that go, though? Is that like, so like, I don't know if you've guys seen like the HBO docu-series uh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Is it is it more like that kind of Chernobyl, or is it like, like kind of how PUBG is? What would happen after the fact? Because it was the nuclear explosion, and now there's zombies and all this other shit that could happen. Like, how are those games then? So... The first one came out in 2006. Um, oh, well, that was before it happened, so it couldn't have. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, God, I cannot remember why you're there in the first place, but it's definitely an after-the-fact sort of thing. Like, everything's already gone to shit, but sure. there's no uh, there's no PUBG going on. It's it's. I think it's a first, yeah, it's a first-person shooter kind of limited weapons and ammo sort of trying to make your way to something and i cannot remember what it is because like i said it's sure. 2006 but uh i'm not sure about the one that dan was talking about yeah it's like a survival this survival one's uh, yeah 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 though the one for the vr looks like it's it's post uh, accident and then put you know everything so because it looks like there are some like zombie type characters or something walking around so I, I, but that's the only thing I've looked at. I haven't really read the story. It just the visuals and everything looked really cool, um, and it just you know for a first person VR game, it's good ones are very hard to come by right now. So it's when I see something that looks kind of neat, it's like I'll oh, put it on the list and let's see if it ever goes on sale, and then I'll take a look at it and maybe buy it. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like Fallout without the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say when I when I watch. Chernobyl on HBO, it felt like the start of Fallout to me, where I was like, oh, this is how they all look that way. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth skin. <Nice>. Yeah. <laughs> Drew, any, any games come, you know, pop out on your head there? I know you're not uh, the Xbox guy, but some of these would be coming out for PC if they're even if they're exclusive, like Halo and everything, so. Yeah, I would say, you know, the only ones that I'm interested in are ones that you know, we've probably already talked about like Far Cry Six and um, the uh, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs. Is on there as well. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, uh, Watch Dogs that's coming out. So those two, those are the two biggest ones. But like like you said, they're they're not Xbox exclusives, so it doesn't really drive me towards it at all. 
I would say the Halo one, uh, you know, obviously that's a Xbox exclusive and it does look good. Uh, I also wasn't really big uh, a big Halo guy. It was probably whatever the release one was for Xbox 360. Which one was that? Would that have been like Halo 3 or something probably like three. that? That was 3 because 4 was when it was Xbox One. Yeah, I think. So, I think. I mean, so that's probably the only Halo game that I really ever played. Um, and I think the only other thing I really know Halo from is from, like, Red vs. Blue. Sure, uh, yeah. Which is, you know, hilarious, but uh, it's not making me want to play the game necessarily. So it looks good, but I think that's... You know, there's not a lot of these Xbox exclusives that are pulling me into uh, the Xbox world. So Tetris Effect... Get your gay boy out. You mean you don't want Sea of Thieves optimized for Xbox Series X? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have Sea of Thieves on, on Steam. I it's funny, it's one of the ones I haven't played yet just because Did you did I you buy it when it. it came out unfinished, like most people did? Oh no, I bought it way way after the fact when it was on super sale. Actually, I don't even, maybe yeah. I didn't buy that one. Maybe I'm thinking of a different game. I might be just thinking of Pirates. I might have bought Simir's Pirates. They're all uh, the see same. That links, I don't know. That links back to the early access talk, where look at all these people who spend $60 on a game that doesn't even work when it's released, yeah. and then hoping for updates immediately after you buy it. Pre-orders. Yeah. Uh, Pre-order, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Sea of Thieves. I don't have Sea of Thieves. I, that was, I was thinking of Pirates. Too many oh, pirates they actually have Hello Neighbor? There's a oh, new one coming awesome. out, Hello Neighbor 2. Nice. Yeah, it looks like they're extending the series there and doing some new stuff, which is interesting. I played the first one, but I, I couldn't, I don't know, I couldn't get into it. <laughs> it takes some time. Yeah. I, yeah, it doesn't seem like a game that I could sit and see myself playing for a lot of hours. Like, it'd be like, oh, this is fun, and then be done playing it after a couple. <laughs> and then they put it on VR. Yes. Hmm? Yeah. That would actually make it pretty fucking sweet. That'd be a cool one. I... I I don't have it. I want to. I had it on my list. I don't. I should have bought it when it went on sale. But the uh, Thief Simulator is in VR. That one looked like it could I've be seen that. Cool. Yeah, you know. that looks kind of fun. You know, make some side missions, different things yeah. out of it. To Learn how to break into shit. people's houses. You know, that's cool. Yeah. Do you play like an Eastern European kid named Yuri? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. It's your cousin Roman. Let's go bowling. <laughs> That's Grand Theft Auto 4 for you guys, in case you're not oh, aware. Oh, Jesus. Wow. All right. Oh, no. I remember that. I only remember he Nico could... Bellic is the is the main guy. That's the only thing I remember from Grand Theft Auto 4. Wait, is it? I remember the RPGs yeah. bouncing off the fucking street. <laughs> it's a ricochet. Come on. Yeah, ricochet. that's how they work. That's how they work. It's for called sure. bending reality. <laughs> I don't know how you don't remember uh, Cousin Roman. He'd call you like every... Uh, 30 seconds. And then hey, cousin. Go bowling. Are you want to like... go bowling? <laughs> Let's go bowling. <laughs> it's like, fuck off. Stop calling me. <laughs> I do not remember that. How do you, what? Uh, you, you just blocked it out, man. It's been too long. I probably did. I probably did. He's I like who you stay with. I think he's kind of who you stay with to start. He's got the taxi company. Yeah. And like, you're, you start jobs with him, basically, to start Grand Theft Auto 4. He picks you up off the boat. 
yeah. then makes you drive home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you don't remember this guy? He's been driving all day. And you flip that car, you're fucked because you can't flip it back over. <laughs> That's right. Oh, but you can shoot a rocket at it and have it bounce right back at you. <laughs> what a good game. Not uh, broken at all. Oh, uh, it was so much fun. Uh, so the one game, one of the games I, I'm looking forward to is actually Psychonauts 2. Which will be available on, on PC as well. It's not an Xbox exclusive or anything, uh, so it will be out on Steam. I'll, I'll probably get it on there. But if you've ever played the first one, it's just it's such a fun game to play. It's it's definitely a little more uh, you know cartoony kind of kid friendly type of game, but it's just so entertaining. The dialogue is awesome, and the whole premise of it, where you kind of go into go into people's brains, and then you're kind of just going through and collecting different things and trying to shoot some bad guys and basically sell, kind of solving a puzzle to get them back to normal, which is it's pretty cool and learn some telekinetic things and, and different, you know, powers and stuff like that. It's it's very, very, very kid kid type game, but it's super entertaining if you get a chance to play it. I'm sure it's pretty pretty cheap right now and this one coming out later in the year, it's been kind of a long time coming. I know they've been talking about doing a sequel for a long time and finally now that it's coming out i'm pretty excited to see what they what they came up with here for the second one okay i think it's uh i think it's a good time to uh you know as we call it pay some bills take a little break give some love to uh, our sponsors and the chairshot.com so we will be back very quickly now a word from my god our sponsor. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Yeah, sorry, Adam. Roman Reigns is gone. Roman Reigns is gone, my friend. Wait. I heard. I was listening, waiting for it, and then it was. Good. I was gonna link it back in the WWE 2K Battlegrounds and be like, "Who would win, Roman Reigns, Hulk Hogan, or John Cena?" Well, the fans wouldn't win. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, uh, Stone Cold would come out of the out of the stands, and he would win. Yeah. That's who would win. The Undertaker would come down on his motorcycle. Yeah. And he would pick up that said motorcycle. And he would wallop the shit out of all three of them in the ring. Drop yeah. him in that in that crocodile ocean there. While on fire. Yeah. 
And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold sets them. What? Thank you. That, make sure to <laughs> add that in there. back. What? <laughs> that's it. So Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, fantastic. And did that bring me back? That's awesome. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll, we'll bring you out. We'll bring you out a, an episode one of these days, and you can you can talk nostalgia. We'll go back in the the late nineties and talk oh. what you know. Mankind. Oh, oh boy. Oh, I miss him. He was my favorite. Was it Mick Foley? That guy Mick was Foley, Cactus Jack, Dude Love. Dude Love. That was one. Dude Love. Oh, oh, I don't have Oh, boy, we're getting off topic again. We're yeah. talking now, we're going to talk wrestling instead of Star Wars. Yeah. Like that time he showed up to the Royal Rumble and as multiple characters. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what's funny, though. <laughs> oh, one of the worst theme musics ever. It's great. The stupid dance he would do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's play that, because that means we're down to our last topic for the evening. Drew, you got something there? No, I was... No, stretching. Good. He was stretching. You sure? I was stretching my finger. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> All right. So that means it's time for our final topic and our final boss for the night, as we call it. Loves a good doom rock out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, air drums. I'll admit. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. That's nostalgia right there, bringing it back to the last level of doom. We're talking August releases. It's that time. As the time you're listening to this, it is right at the end, the last day of July as we release our show. So we need to talk about what's coming up for August and what we want to play, what we're looking forward to. I know not all of us here are sports fans, but the biggest release of the year for all sports fans right now, Madden 21 is coming out. The only other, the biggest sports fan here is shaking his head at Madden 21. You are, you are a huge Madden fan. Same shit every year, but I buy it. You know what? (laughs) You know what makes a difference? You know what makes a difference this year is I'm not going to buy it. Oh Yeah. Did they skip twenty? I don't know. They didn't I, skip I wanted them. to look back because they, they made uh, Madden twenty a couple years ago, and it's like, wait, you just messed up your order. That doesn't make any sense. Because uh, well, it was the twentieth year 20th, of Madden. Yeah, the twentieth year. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's not going to be a twenty twenty football season, so yeah, it'll be fine. No, it's going <laughs> to be good. It's going to look like the XFL, I think, though, yeah. or the Canadian Football League, because there's no, <laughs> there's nobody's going to play. People are starting to opt out. Already six, six players from New England have opted out already. Yeah. Oh. Three starters. Too. Oof. 
Well, yeah, I, so I, that's off topic a little bit, but have you seen, like, they're trying to create a mask that has a, uh, f- like, a face shield inside of it so that they can, like, cover their face? And I'm like, you're telling me these guys who are running around sweating their ass off are going to try and breathe through that thing? Yeah, right. I saw J.J. Uh, Watt, I think, was the one who was like, you can keep that. <laughs> He's like, I'm There's playing. No way. There, nobody's going to wear that. You're, we're out. Here, here's a here's the Bane mask. Go ahead, wear that and get yeah. out there. Like, it sounds sophisticated when you talk. <laughs> science, science. Science. Nobody cared who I was till I put on the mask. <laughs> I was born by it, molded by it. By the time I knew what light was, I was a man. <laughs> yeah. And then he just eye fucks you because you can't see his mouth the whole well, movie. He's, well, he's Tom Hardy, so he can do that all he wants. Hey. Yes, he, oh, yes he can. Oh, Ooh, here we go. <laughs> Anyone for penis? <laughs> uh, what was that during Paper Mario? <laughs> that was on the other page. <laughs> so, so, not going to get Mad 21 this year. You know, they're, I know generally... There's not much as far as new features that really come out with these games. I, I, I know there's some new things, but generally, for the most part, everything stays pretty much the same as it is. Yes. They will add a, a cool new feature each year that's eh, not a cool new feature. Um, I would say the big thing I used to play a lot, which would make me want to get it every year, was Madden Ultimate Team, which is a waste of money. The card collecting, get better players, do the missions. Missions is a whatever word for it. Play these games, the training games. better players. Yeah, I stopped doing that because that is it's addicting and that is work. So um, I just like playing franchise. Um, I'm still playing my franchise from last year. I'm in season like 12. You know, I can't help myself. The reason I'm not going to buy it when it comes out is because I am contemplating waiting until PlayStation 5 to buy the new system, the next-gen versions of these games, not do the buy the game now and transfer it to PlayStation 5, which I know I've mentioned a couple times with different games, uh, because I don't want the PS4 version ported in. I want, if I'm buying the new system, I want the new version of these games and seeing what the difference is. So I'm going to hold off. I'm sure it's going to be just like the game has been. Um, There are a couple features I like last year. It looks like they're keeping those. Um... I'm interested to play as Lamar Jackson because I think he could be how Michael Vick was in my yeah, favorite yeah. Madden cheat of code. all time. Where Yeah, he's just a cheat code. And that was my favorite Madden, one of the first ones I really played. And I'm kind of excited to see if it's the same. Makes me see, uh, feel like that. But I am not in a hurry to buy this at the end of August. Well, one of, one of us here on the podcast had Lamar Jackson as their quarterback in uh, fantasy last year. Um, Who's that? But I don't. I don't know who who is that. Who is, who is that? that, Dan? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't so remember I, either. All I remember is he didn't end up doing very well. <laughs> he so. was only the best quarterback in the, in the world. Yeah. No, I mean the team owner didn't end up doing very well. Well, well. hey, hey, I made hey. the greatest comeback in history to make the playoffs and or not and get out of last yeah. place, which we stole that wrong. lunch. <laughs> you are. Yeah, we are. You're right. You are. Uh, you Son are. Son of wrong. a bitch! I forgot all about that. 
you are not wrong that that was a hell of a comeback. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Dan was down uh, six games. Six was it six plays? games? Yeah. Six games yeah. down. And I, in a in a sixteen game season or seventeen or whatever. Right, no, well, it was uh, 12, twelve, I think, for ours. Yeah, whatever it was. It's not. That's a lot to be down. Yeah. Uh, for our game, so this that was a fantastic comeback. Ran the table so. at the end of the season, and, and Dougie Fresh took a took a crapper and. Yeah, he did <laughs> all, out of, somehow he got all, out of last place. <laughs> uh, his problem was he had all he had all New England Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> so, it worked yeah, out for the beginning, great. but then fell apart. He started out really well. <laughs> Every week, I just feel like, man, it would suck to have your team, Doug. I just add on to it about how bad his team ended up being, and he owes us lunch. Damn it, he, he does. does owe us lunch. That's one of these point. days, one of these days when we get back. I'll, I'll give him my address. Hey, can you send some uh, Grubhub my way? Door to, yeah, DoorDash. Here, here's my address. I'll send him my menu. I'll send him my order. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Man Twenty One. Uh, I know a ton of people are going to be ready for this one. Uh, doesn't sound like anybody from here will be. So I just have one question on it, and Adam, you brought up the fact that when the next gen consoles come out, you're going to wait until then. Like, do you think this is going to be a game that's actually going to get a fresh redevelopment for the new consoles? Or do you think this is literally just going to be a port from I don't know. the PS4 version to the PS5? I think it's it, it's definitely a candidate to be just a port, considering they come with one every year. Right? Definitely, so. yes. I, this one will probably be a port, but the way I look, I'm looking at it is if I hold out for PlayStation 5, there's going to be a chance to get uh, some probably game combo deals with the console. Um, not necessarily lowering the price of the console, which we still don't officially know yet. Um, but I figure, why buy it now for PlayStation 4? If I Once I get a PlayStation 5, I'm probably not playing a lot of the games I have on PlayStation 4. And it'd be one of the games I'd mix in with a possible combo to get my game collection started on PlayStation 5. Uh, digital version. I will not be buying discs. I do not need to spend the money for that thing that's useless. So, um, Yeah, I think we'll talk more about that once pricing gets released. Uh, the different <laughs> I, I do think it'll I'm be sure. different. So um, That's kind of my hope with it. I can wait uh, till then. I don't need it day of release, and maybe it'll be a little cheaper. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Very good. I am looking forward to this one, actually quite a bit it's pga tour 2k21 it's it's been a long time since we've had a, a like a good golfing game yes. i'll say i mean yes. the, the golf club has been out um I, I played that one at playstation and i played it on the pc and it's it's good it's okay but it's it's limited and like this one is actually gonna have real players it's gonna have real courses it's gonna have the you know tour options and you can build a character from scratch and go through you know as as a rookie and go through the the training and get your pga card basically and then get into the tournaments and play against guys like dustin johnson and and things like that and into real tours which is really cool and it's been quite a while since we've had a game like that i boy i can't remember the last one i'm sure it was tiger woods you know a few years ago but yeah i am super super excited for this one drew uh, I am too. I think, you know, my 
heyday for golf games was probably Tiger Woods. Man, I don't even know number, but came out somewhere in the 2007 area, 2006 maybe, somewhere in there. Definitely probably original Xbox uh, era. So, I mean, that was my heyday for golf games. And, man, it it would feel really good to play a nice, good golf game again. You know, I I think... You know, we've talked about a couple so far. We talked about the one, especially on the VR. I know that you really are a big fan of Tea Time Golf, um, man. Tea Time Golf tea is time awesome. Golf. So, uh, but I think with this game, you know, it's definitely a triple A game, and it's it mm-hmm. looks fantastic. Uh, in fact, I saw something where they they actually took drones to each course and took drone footage of every single hole, like a whole three D scan using a drone of every hole on all these courses. Um, and they were saying they were getting down to the centimeter level uh, to kind of map out these courses and then bring those into the game. So, I mean, if there's anything like actually going to St. Andrews to play around, I mean, this is probably the closest thing you're going to get to it, certainly any time until now. So it's it's super intriguing to see what they're what they're doing with the new technology and how they're implementing that into these games. Yeah, I, and I haven't, you know, as far as seeing all the previews and the trailers and things like that, I, ha- I haven't really, I tried going to their site and see if I could figure out more because I wanted to know about how the the swing mechanics are going to be and, you know, all that kind of stuff because that definitely makes or breaks the game sometimes and it looks like there may be a couple different options to the swing type, but I'm looking forward to seeing how they kind of use that um, in this one because I know some of the old, like, Tiger Woods games, you know, played around with the using the you know the right analog stick to hold it down oh. forward, you know, and it was kind of it could be kind of tough to do, and you know some of them with the the old school three button click kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be some kind of you know usage of the analog sticks and trying to get that you know whole motion thing going, which I don't know I, that's going to make or break the game I think for sure. Um, so I, I'm looking looking forward to seeing how that ends up working. And I don't know if I, I wait a little bit just to until I find that out for sure before buying it or mm-hmm. not. But yeah, that's the one thing I, we're missing, you know, these days is, is a golf game that has the whole deal, you know, start to finish. You can, you can create a character, you can play against real life pros and things like that. It's been a long time since we've had something full like this. And I think they they really have to do a lot better job. And I'll get into this a little bit more into a game we're going to talk about soon. But the balancing simulation versus arcade uh, in video games, I think, is a very difficult line that a lot of these uh, sports games and racing games, really, they have to kind of tread that line very well to make the game playable, but yet challenging. Um, and I think there's a lot of games out there, especially right now with all of the computing power, that really fall heavily onto that simula- simulation side and forget about the playability and the fun factor that you can get from a more arcade style, uh, you know, I just want to crush this ball and hit a hole-in-one on a par-5 type thing. You know, like, I'm not saying you need to go that extreme with it, but, you know, having fun with the game is also very important. It's not always 100% simulation. So I'm interested to see kind of what they what they come out with on this game for that. I think that's one of the things I really like about the tea time golf as well. You know, it, it mixes that it's, it's a little more archaic, you know, with the, with the, with the way it looks and everything like that. And, you know, some of the stuff like the golf ball is a little oversized and the, you know, the holes a little oversized, but 
simulation wise when it comes to your swing and how you you know actually swing the club in in vr is very somewhat it's not super 100 percent realistic but it's more realistic like i have a i have a slice in the in that game and i have a slice of my real game you know it's like it's crazy how that i don't how the hell they picked that up how does it what am i doing wrong that i slice the ball but you know it, it's simulation to that fact but still archaic and and very it's still fun to play you know in that sense so yeah i agree i hope this one is the same way yeah i would i what i hope they do um because you know you guys all you kind of mentioned the tiger woods ones the last golf game i played because i played a couple of the tiger woods ones was actually the roy rory malcroy one or however the hell you say his name i never say it right because it was the first one that tiger woods wasn't on because of the you know whole tiger woods being tiger woods thing back in the day uh so that was the last one i played and i really enjoyed having a golf game that was realistic because of all the other options you could play for golf games that uh I'd throw out like Wii at the time because I would play the motion control where it's real, but it's different because you feel like you're actually doing the swing. Um, what I hope they have is what the baseball games got better with of giving you the option of how you want to like swing the bat in baseball. Because when I, what I don't like is when you're forced, you have to swing doing the uh, analog stick up and down, or you have to do the three button tap or the, uh, just smash it once because that's the basic way. So I hope they give you options for how you prefer to play. I haven't seen anything like that because I absolutely hate the analog um, up and down because no matter how perfect I think I'm doing it, it is going <laughs> to steer left or right. And I, it just drives me nuts because it ta- like I hate doing that. I'm like, why am I doing this then? Um, so I do hope we get options because I also don't like just that you hit it once because you're lazy and I want the easy way. Like, I do want a little bit of a challenge to it. Um, I don't see anything crazy about arcade for it because this game really interests me. I, I'm excited to play this. Um, but it looks like you can play, like, golf how it should be or create your own rules. And you can create a course over time. And you have a My Career mode, which is big with 2K games. Um, so if they bring, like, the 2K basketball My Career into it, where I, which is my favorite mode to play, um, I could definitely really get into this and enjoy it. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to this one. I, I haven't looked to see if it's coming out for PlayStation 5, but this might be one of the games I end up buying to uh, play now and then enjoy it as kind of my game I play until the end of the year. Yeah. This is definitely one that I could see where, you know, if the four of us end up all getting PlayStation 5s, you know, I think that's a kind of a perfect world viewpoint of this thing. But if we all end up getting, you know, the same console... This would be a perfect game. I'm sure there's a multiplayer version where you oh, yeah. play uh, over the internet. You know, it'd be a perfect game to be able to, especially during the time in which we live, when you can't necessarily go over and have kind of a in-person party. This would be fantastic. You all just kind of hang out. We hop on, you know, Skype or on a video call or whatever. And we can all just bullshit and you know have some drinks and play a game. This is a perfect way thing to do that because it's not so intense, it's not so competitive, but yet it has that kind of fun atmosphere around it so so looking forward to that yeah this one for the pga tour it's going to have a clubhouse they're going to call it the clubhouse it's not mm-hmm. going to be like the nba uh 2k playground playground but it's it's basically yeah. just your it's basically your home for doing so, those types of things for online where you can go set up an online game with you know private you know party private lobby for friends that you can invite or go online to compete against other players and things like that so it's it's going to be somewhat similar, but a little more 
shaved down version of the playground from the NBA 2K games. You know, I think that's that's why I loved those Tiger Woods games. You know, back in the day, I, you know, I at the point at that time I was in college, and we were just we would all sit and it would be you'd hand the controller to the next guy to control his player, and you'd all just sit there, you know, having a couple of drinks, uh, playing Tiger Woods golf. And I mean, hell, we would play course after course after course, and all of a sudden the sun would be coming up. You know, I I think that's what I hearken back to is playing that type of game where it's not you're not it's not as competitive as some of like the first person shooters and things like that, where you're constantly involved in everything. This is a much more, you know, golf. I think that's what Mm -hmm. a lot of people like about golf. Uh, and I think that's what a lot of people like about video game golf is it's a lot, much more relaxed setting, uh, than you get out of a lot of other video games. So you don't get super pissed off like you do in real life. golf. (laughs) You can't find your goddamn ball. (laughs) You drink enough. Who cares at that point? You don't wow. go through $20 worth of balls because he just lost them all. $20 worth of balls. Sean? How does that bring me into this? <laughs> $20 of balls. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. <laughs> boy, speaking of $20 worth of balls, you're a golfer, aren't you? <laughs> no, I, th- I think it looks really interesting. I mean, my, my extent of knowledge as far as golf goes is um, – surprisingly I'll watch it some mornings when I'm kind of waking up and just need something peaceful. Um, I like going to top golf, you know, I like driving ranges, but I've, I don't think I've ever actually been out to play a round of golf. So for me, I think like a, a more realistic sort of campaign mode they might add to this is like a caddy simulator where you kind of follow a pro around and you got to pick the right golf club, you know, make sure that, Make sure he's well taken care of. Like that's something I could excel at. But <laughs> I could dig that. I could dig. I could dig something like that. You know, it'd be a good VR game. Is you got to follow around the golfer. Yeah, pick the glove out oh, of the yeah. bag. You got to wipe wipe down the ball. Wipe down the club. Them, fix the divots. Pat him on the ditch diggers too, son. <laughs> yeah. You got to flip flip the pad to see based on where you are what kind of iron you need yeah, to hit. Yeah. That's a good hit, well, Tiger. <laughs> let him know which direction the wind is, how fast it's coming, right. humidity. I mean, I'm telling you, like I could do really well at that if that was a mode they would add to it. Sweet. Well, maybe you know, maybe uh, you know, write my congressman. <laughs> addition later down done. the road, some downloadable content. Yeah, write to your congressman. We'll get this made. <laughs> well, is there any uh, any game coming out in August that you're interested in then, besides uh, Caddy Golf? Um, I think I'm still pretty much going to be involved in what I'm already involved in, um, with between Odyssey and Far Cry, it seems like they're going to be quite time consuming. Um, so I'm not, uh, I'm always, I don't know, a few months behind because sometimes sales come out, sometimes things get cheaper and not that I'm destitute, but I don't know. There's some old catalog games that I've been wanting to check out. So I think I might be going a little, a little back in time rather than forward when August comes around. In two days. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, and a lot of these games, I'm kind of the same way, too. I mean, if I'm in the middle of something else, I'll, you know, it's nothing, there's nothing pressing that I would need to buy immediately. And, you know, yeah, if you can wait a little bit, sometimes you can get some sales and and things like that and save a couple bucks at least. So that's, that's always nice, especially if you've got these, there's so many games out there that, that are interesting to play that, yeah, you can, you're kind of backlogged and playing catch-up is not necessarily a bad thing when it comes to the price of some of these games. Yeah, and I mean, some of the the August releases, like, they 
there's nothing there that really kind of catches my eye as something like, okay, I'm I'm gonna have to pick this up. I might actually pick up PGA Tour because that I do like golf games. It, there's something like Drew said, it's it's relaxing and uh, just kind of competing against yourself, even if there are other people on the course with you. So it's just kind of a game of focus. Um, but Madden, yeah, I wouldn't be picking that up. You know, I still have, I think, Madden 18, so I basically still have Madden 21. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> like, I don't know, I'm set for a few years on Madden games, just purchasing any of them. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, there's there's not many titles in August that, that really catch my eye. I mean, not to drive the conversation off the rails, but... No. I will say, you know... This this is sports season for video games. You know, it's like you know when you talk about movies and like movie releases and things like that. There's certain, you know, when big releases for movies come out, you're not going to see another big release for another for another movie or something at the same time. They they like to spread them out. And August and September are usually kind of big when it comes for sports because you got NFL starting, so Madden. Then you got NBA as well, so NBA 2K is coming out, and with PGA Tour, and then there's always a wrestling game. And there's this other one, UFC 4, that's also on the list for an August release. Revenge so. of the Warriors. Revenge of the Warriors, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> if you bing if UFC you bing 4, thank you, bing. Goddamn Microsoft <laughs> bastards. So <laughs> it's, uh, you know, August and September are usually pretty sports heavy for games. So you'll you'll see more sports and, and less big releases of, of other, you know, well-known games like, like a Halo series or, or something big like that. So... I, I totally get it because this is this is sports fans' time for the most part. But I know Drew, you got a couple games out here that you're interested in talking about. So let's. Why don't you hit one yeah. of these? I I think you're missing the biggest one, which is one that uh, you know, I have two on here that I want to talk about. But the first one for sure is the biggest one that people have been waiting for for a long time. Uh, that's Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, they just decided to stop numbering them, I guess, because they take so long between versions that uh, you can just say Microsoft Flight Simulator and you'll know which one you're talking about. Is that like, uh, is that like the Madden series too, where it's generally the same? So you just you don't even need a number anymore. You just call yeah. it Madden. Now? Yeah, just call I, it Madden. Madden oh, Football yeah. Team. <laughs> like I mean, Washington. you could say that, but I think uh, <laughs> MS Fight Simulator 10, I think, came out in. 2006 or 7 so it's been a long Ooh. time since the last Microsoft Flight Simulator. You know, since then we've had other ones and you know, at the same point, you know, with simulator with flight simulators, there's not a ton of difference that happens from year to year. But I tell you what, this one that's coming out uh in August here looks fantastic. I mean, if you look at a few of the screenshots and a few of the uh videos that are going around about it, it just looks amazing. Um they're really leaning hard on the scenery detail uh, and, you know, basically going to, you know, almost any airport that you can imagine and think of that. And it just being modeled in, you know, full detail, uh, you know, really feeling like you're actually there in the real world um, doing these flight sim simulators. Uh, and then the planes themselves as well are, are modeled just to the nines. So this just seems like a, a pretty amazing uh, flight simulator. Uh, if it goes the same way as you know other ones in the past, there will by far you know be a ton of different mods and you know potentially DLC of different things you can download and things like that. This is definitely a uh, this is not a cheap investment if you're get 
trying to get into flight simulating, that is not something that's going to be uh, cheap for you uh, once you get, you know, all of the gear and the the joysticks and the throttles and the rudders and all of this stuff. That you know, it's it's definitely something that can be a time and money hog if you want it to be. Um, but the base game itself, you know, I'm sure will be standard price anywhere from sixty to eighty to a hundred dollars, depending on ultimate editions and things like that. Um, I don't, I don't know if that actually is plays into this. I'm not sure. I should have looked into the price, but it's, uh, I'm sure it's just normal pricing, and it just looks like a really good game. You know, I think that's that's one thing that I think a lot of people like about flight simulators that maybe aren't into the hardcore simulation is. You know, just exploring the world um, in you know almost a Google Map style or Google Earth style uh, simulator, but being able to fly around in all of these different areas around the world uh, with all of these different aircraft, uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about that one. So, are either any of you guys interested in that one? Well, just just asking though. I mean, it would if you're if you're want to get into flight simulations and things like that. I mean, this this is the way to go. Is, is to probably get this game anyway, even if you haven't done yeah. it before. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a lot of different ones out there, and you can really go down the rabbit hole and flight simulation. Because um, you got a VR deep, game you but... talked about earlier that's, you, know, <laughs> yeah, you can well, fly some planes. So, <laughs> that, I mean, yes, you, you can do that, right? But, I mean, people go crazy and build their own cockpits, you know, full cockpit uh, in their basement and have, you know, 13 screens around them where you can go and just look around. It's basically like it's a... You know, that million-dollar flight simulator that we flew, it's kind of like that, you know. So it, people go nuts with some of this stuff. Uh, it's, But I think as, you know, somebody that would potentially just be getting into it, I mean, I'm sure this has uh, joy, uh, not joystick, but um, controller support. Uh, you definitely can just control it with a mouse and keyboard if that's really what you're into or, and that's what you have available to you. Um, so I don't think there's a lot of gatekeeping going on here. Like, I think there's... You know, it's available. It's accessible to you with whatever level of equipment you have. Um, but just you know, be careful because if you if you do get into this world, uh, it 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 can get pretty deep. You know, there's there's money to be spent on every minor little thing uh, when it comes to flight simulation. You know, if you just go on YouTube and search, you know, such and such flight simulator, da da da. Uh, you know, name your keywords around that. You're gonna find people who are spending thousands of dollars on their setups for flight simulation so it's it gets pretty deep pretty quick but yeah it is definitely accessible and this is a good place to start for sure don't bing it don't bing it sean well no i was gonna say it's (laughs) (laughs) what joystick are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) bing that one you know (laughs) but no i mean it's it's cool that they invested so much money in scenery because that that's helpful at thirty-five thousand feet (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. I'm I mean, just kidding. <laughs> damn. Got him. Throwing shade. Oh. Well, I mean, if you're going to be taken off from an airport, flying at 35,000 feet and landing, realistically, you've got like 30 minutes of actual shit around you. Otherwise, sure. it's blue skies. But I think so. That's not. But you don't have to fly at 35,000 feet. Right. The the okay. normal person who says. Yeah. <laughs> Rockets the normal will come person after who's me. wanting a flight simulator is not 
going to say, oh, oh, you know what? Today I want to take a 12-hour flight from Indonesia <laughs> to Chicago, right? I'm like, being facetious. Go upstairs <laughs> and get a sandwich, put it on autopilot. Like, you know, the, the fun thing about doing these flight simulators is putting <laughs> aircraft into unusual situations, right? And, like, flying fighter jets and, you know, flying two feet off the ground over your little your neighborhood, right? I mean, that's... That's the fun stuff about flight simulators. It's the stuff that you you know you can't do in real life at all. So this is a perfect place for it. And you know it's it's there's definitely don't get me wrong. There's definitely people out there that do take that flight from Indonesia to Chicago <laughs> in real time, and they love it, right? I mean, there's people out there that love that stuff, and all power to them. But uh, that's I don't think what this. The no, no, person is looking for you know. <laughs> no, I, I played uh, I played my first flight simulator on uh, a Commodore sixty four. So Sweet. I play. I used to play it way back in the day. So I do like my flight simulators. And yeah, it was always about. Uh, I think if you hit Control Y or something, it would just immediately shoot you straight up into the air, so you go into like a free fall and kind of pick yourself back up before you hit the ground. And yeah, no, it's a fun game. <laughs> Yeah, wow. I and you know I'd add to it too. Like it's like the perfect timing for this kind of game to come out because it's like you can't leave the house because of pandemic. Hey, here, go fly and explore the world in a yeah, video game right? instead. COVID got you grounded? Try Flight Simulator. Not anymore. <laughs> get your temperature checked before you can get on your plane. Right. You gotta wear a mask the whole time. God, it's gonna be so realistic. <laughs> I also so I'm going to have look- no leg room. I'm going to get right up against the wall. <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to hire touch. like a fat guy to sit next to me and just a like little, little spread fan. out. <laughs> the, uh, I did search uh, such and such flight simulator dot 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 and there's nothing interesting here. So oh, I tried. Thank you. I tried your exact keywords. So yeah. uh, listeners, try something else. Well, Type in uh, the last Starfighter <laughs> cockpit. See how much one of those will cost you. There you go. Well, interestingly enough as well, I'm looking at a, a review here, or well, not a review, I guess a preview, uh, virtual reality coming to Microsoft Flight Simulator as well later in the year, not at release, but coming to it as well, uh, could be a game changer, I think. Yeah, you know, I was wondering if that was going to be brought into it. I, I hadn't done enough research to see if it was, but I'm glad to hear that it is, um, because that's definitely something that is is going to be, you know, it, you know, I talked about VTOL, VTOL VR earlier and that it definitely doesn't have the, the graphics that, you know, Microsoft flight simulator, have. they don't have the money that Microsoft has to put into developing this type of thing. So I'm super interested in trying that out. It's, it's it, the problem with the VR flight simulator is the fact that you can't see, you know, your, the joystick that you're using in front of you, you can't see it. So you normally you have, you know, you might use your, your keyboard to have a, be a bunch of buttons that you, you know, control uh, different radios and things like that. And then you have your joystick that, you know, generally has some sort of throttle control or something on it. So I think the problem with the VR is that you can't see that stuff that's in the real world and interact with those things. Um, so I'm interested to see kind of how they play that fine line there. And yeah, this looks like there's no specific release date, but they are potentially lining it up with the release date of a brand new HP Reverb G2 VR headset that is coming out later this year, which as I look at it looks, and then this article says it, looks identical to the Valve Index, 
but I haven't read the specs on it or anything yet, but it looks like they're trying to set that release date around the same time. So that'll be interesting, and, and it'll be a new VR set for us to uh, maybe talk about later down the road. There's no release date yet, though. So there you go. Why don't you, why don't you hit up the other one you got up there? So the other one that I want to talk about, and, and this doesn't have to be a huge long topic, but I've talked about the predecessors to this. Uh, it's Project Cars 3. Um, so I've talked about Project Cars 1 and 2 a little bit, uh, especially when we talked about VR. And I think you know the biggest thing that I had kind of talked about was the fact that it was very simulation heavy. And I felt, you know, even though I have the uh, the the wheel and uh, the throttle and clutch and brake and everything, I have uh, was it the G29. Is that what we have? Or what do we have? That sounds right. Uh, the G29. G9, 920, something like that. <laughs> um, whatever the PlayStation-ish version. I think there's two versions that are the same generation. One that's more PlayStation-focused, one that's more Xbox. We have the uh, PlayStation-focused one. And, you know, even even though I have all of those, you know, kind of all that gear uh, with the VR, I felt like it was very difficult to to play uh, just because I'm not a good enough driver. Right. I don't have uh, racing <laughs> kind of training. Uh, and I think I mentioned last time that my sister's boyfriend came over and he just like nailed it out of the park because he actually races go karts and stuff. So he was able to hop in and just go to town Um so what I, I think the thing that I wanted to bring up about Project Cars 3 is it sounds like they fell more onto the arcade side of the line uh, with this one. Um, you know, I've, I've even heard things go as far as that. It's, you know, it, the handling lines and things like that are very similar to uh, games from games that we all know and love from the past, uh, like Need for Speed Underground 2 and things like that. Uh, Burnout, you know, those types of games that we all love from the past, you know, all those games, those uh, racing games that we kind of grew up with. And uh, this apparently, I think they, it, they're the term that I've heard people use is simcade, uh, which is kind of drawing that line between simulation and arcade, where it definitely still has the simulation elements. But it sounds like you can tune things to be much more onto the arcade side. So you can add, you know, different abilities to make it help you. You can add uh, a way for it to you know, automatically adjust the steering locks based on your speed, so that you don't, you know, if you're racing down uh, the down the street at 160 miles per hour, you want your steering lock to be maybe at a slightly different place. Uh, or you're steering to be slightly less responsive than if you're going 20 miles per hour around a turn, right? So uh, they're you're bringing certain things like that into it to make the handling lines a little easier to to kind of allow you to step down the simulation of that game a little bit to more uh, to be more accessible, to be more playable, um, but still allow you know the hardcore you know simulation loving uh, racing people to to kind of take those take those uh you know aids off and allow them to go with it yeah that would be really so. nice <laughs> because i'm the same i like i love I, I really would love to play racing games but i just can't i'm not good at them i'm not that good and i like i always want to play one but the the simulations and things like that i just i can't race them really well and i'll you know like you talk about around turns and i'll just spin out or i can't keep up with 
what everybody else is doing. And it's just it's unfortunate. Yeah. It sucks. And like I'll play like and I'll I'll stick to games like Wreckfest, which is really fun to play. And it's you know yep. it's definitely more on the arcade side. And you know than uh, that or like Dirt was out uh, was fun to play those games and, and things like that. But I could never get into a good racing simulation one because it just I sucked. And you know, give me Mario Kart. I'm, I can do that one. <laughs> right. that's it you know right. and it's it's like ah, never you know with the wheel it definitely helps out because using the using having the wheel and everything is is a little nicer and, and a little more easier to control than trying than trying to do a joystick uh but it's still you still have that problem like you said when you're going you know 200 miles an hour or 160 miles an hour or whatever and trying to make a turn it's just it's hard to control a car yeah. unless you really know what you're doing and shifting yeah. properly and getting the right speeds or right or the right lines. Cause I can never follow the right line when it comes to that. So it's nice. So so that was, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. If that's, if that's what they're doing with this game. Yeah. It seemed like that was even an extra aid that they were adding in was your ability to actually put, they almost look like waypoints, but they would be marking, you know, the entry to the turn, the apex and then the exit for the turn. So you could kind of add those visual markers. So to know like, okay, I have to enter the turn at this, at this point in the track, hit the apex here. And then, so at least, you know, where those things are, you know, that, that stuff that's not necessarily intuitive to those of us who maybe haven't had race training uh, compared to the people that have, maybe that's more intuitive to them, at least for us, you know, maybe we can put that on just to kind of get an understanding of what that looks like. Uh, and then maybe at a later point, turn it back off and maybe challenge ourselves a little bit to to kind of see that stuff uh, for ourselves. But them adding that kind of thing in where it's not it's not literally just a track that you're trying to follow. Like, I think a lot of racing games, they'll do that where they just put like this, these arrows where it says, OK, follow this line. And that's exactly what you want. Um, some of them even have like they'll be green or red or yellow, depending on your speed and everything. You know, I think sometimes they uh, try to handhold a little too much. This seems to think it, it seems to be that this is going to really allow you to kind of play with where you are on that scale and where your comfortability is and you know how much arcade versus simulation you want so i'm really looking forward to it nothing all absolutely around. no, no. <laughs> a lot of big fans of racing games down there all right cool cool no, I, no, it. I actually I love uh, <laughs> gran turismo forza motorsport which i saw there was one coming out for the new xbox so that was kind of cool um, I never actually played Project Car, so I wasn't uh, too familiar with it and didn't really have much of a contribution, but I'm still talking. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I like racing games. <laughs> oh, we appreciate it. Very good. Uh, when you <laughs> mentioned Need for Speed Underground 2, I was like, oh, yep. hell yeah. I mean, it was yes. the best one. Like, they all went downhill after that with Carbon and, and yeah. Most Wanted, and it was like, nah, it's all right. Yep. Yeah. That's to me, it, yeah, exactly. That's where I'm different. I don't play the legit racing games. I play the I like Need for Speed Underground 2, which was the last one, or like the uh, arcade uh, style racing game where you're actually sitting in the little car booth with the steering wheel. Like that's about as intense as I was in the world. That's what you want to yeah, play. Yeah, uh, Cruise in USA. I think yeah. that's what. It's yeah, called. yeah, the old one. Do you, do you guys remember Initial D? Mm, I don't. It, it's a. Uh, it was an arcade game um, where you'd go sit down in your little, you know, bucket seat and race. But you had a little card that you could bring with you and like save your progress. 
And oh. so you would take this little card with you to like any arcade you were going to go to. You pop it in the initial D machine, and it automatically picks up where you left off. So you had people that put you know months and years on these cards, and they just go to the arcade, pop it in, and just pick up you know right where they left off with their own personalized car on an arcade game. It was it was a really cool concept. That's weird. That'd be kind of cool. Can you race for pink slips? Like if, I, if you could race against somebody for their car you know or their what? stuff, that'd be pretty sure interesting. Sure, people did. <laughs> you know, that would be kind of fun yeah, if I was if I was take good your at girlfriend. it. Girlfriend, let's go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter if you lose by an inch or a mile. Losing oh, is losing. Geez. Oh God. <laughs> I I get the, no, it's winning is winning. <laughs> Isn't there a Fast it's and Furious game that's coming out this month? I think. Oh God, please! There tell is me there. It, Fast and Furious Crossroads coming out in just a few days. Oh my God! <laughs> Get to join the NSA to drift around Russia, taking down all of the KGB people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. is the Rock in it? That's all that matters. I would highly doubt uh, it. Who's not in it? I would highly doubt it. Looks like well, Vin okay. Diesel and. Is the stone in it then? Like, you know, his knockoff? Is he in there at least? The stone. No. Get it? You get it? The rock. No, the stone. Yeah. Oh, God. Man, okay. that, was, that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I deserved it. From the screenshots I'm looking at, it looks like Vin Diesel and a guy that maybe vaguely re- resembles, like, Tyrese, but... <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it's weird. It's a weird. It's I guess Harold Diesel guy doesn't look very the same. Same with but... Vin Diesel. It's like Vin <laughs> Diesel ish. It's yeah. like they they couldn't get the rights to the actors, but they just tried to get as close as possible yeah. <laughs> without That's violating some kind good of good old Vin Gasoline yeah. starring in this. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know the type, Yeah, I liked. You know, we talked about Need for Speed. Mine, mine was. I liked the Midnight Clubs. Yeah, Rockstar games anyway. But those are kind of my favorite. I like the I like more of the racing games that you know you're have some freedom to where you go in the game rather than you're following a specific line or things like that. So like Burnout was awesome and Midnight Clubs were really cool because you just had to get to the finish in Midnight Club. It's however way you wanted to and they had shortcuts or different paths you could take to get to the finish, but there wasn't a specific line that you had to go to get there and that was always those are always my favorite type of games where you're not specific to a single path on a on a course you can go take whatever way you want to and just get to the finish line that sounds like cheating hey <laughs> if you ain't cheating you're not racing no that's not it yeah something like that you're not first you're last <laughs> so any other i you know i know we had on the list but i don't think anybody wants to talk about it wasteland 3 because none of us were wasteland fans so oh, waste of time three. <laughs> <laughs> but Ooh, for those fans yeah. who want to play it, <laughs> it's coming out Go this month. <laughs> uh, Adam, any other things you want to bring up before we call it a close here? He's shaking uh, his head. New releases, probably not. I saw UFC four on there, which you know I didn't even realize they made it to four. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I I played the first one. I haven't played it since. Um, I loved the first good. one. Loved the yeah, first I one. Yeah, I really enjoyed the first one. The second one I tried, and I was like, ah, this isn't yeah as good as the first one. I had um, it on the list here, but I yeah, I was the same boat, and it's it's going to be a at this point console exclusive, and 
I'm not going to be picking that up at this point. I'll, I'll probably wait, and maybe if I get the PS5 and it comes out, I might pick it up there. But um, I would be interested in trying it again because I did. I do love that series. I, I loved the first one. I didn't have a good – I didn't like the second one as much, so I skipped the third one. Uh, but it would be cool to get back into UFC there. Yeah. Drew, you got something there? Um, so not on UFC, but I think the only other one worth a mention is Serious Sam 4. Uh, so I'm not sure if any of you guys have played the other Serious Sams, but it's it's Doom-esque, you know, run-and-gun, heavy shooter, uh, just, you know, endless enemies type of game. Uh, it's 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 a fun game. It's uh, the ser- Serious Sam, it never really caught my eye, but that's definitely a, a series that I think people are pretty interested in. So there's another Serious Sam coming out. Uh, I think right now it just says sometime in August. I don't think there's an official release date yet. But That's true, yeah, the heads up there. Those are always fun. You know, you get those type of, you know, those just run and gun, don't have to think too much, just blowing shit up kind of games are always, uh, can always be entertaining to play, that's for sure. Well, I think, uh, I think we can wrap a bow on this episode here. We've, we've talked a lot. We've gotten through everything except for one. We'll, we'll, we'll t- table that for another episode, I think, but we've gotten through a ton of stuff here, so. We'll call it a day. There is one thing we do have to mention, though, and that's ProWrestlingTees.com slash TheChairShot because there is an official A Winner Is You t-shirt out there. I haven't gotten mine yet, but I ordered it. (laughs) I ordered mine. I got two of them. You got two? I got one for me and one for the missus. I did. Yep, one for the missus. I ordered some chair shot merch uh, like a week or two ago, and it's supposed to be here tomorrow. And I got a couple different sizes, so I'm waiting to hold, waiting to to order the official uh, a winner's you until I figure out what sizes they come in. So I'll report back next week. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yes. So make sure you go check it out. We've got a shirt out there. The first one. Well, more to come, I hope, but. Definitely go check that one out, and I'll also give a shout out to our my other show here, the Bandwagon Nerds, because we just released a Bandwagon Nerds T-shirt as well just this week. So go check that one out as well, and, and pick one of those up, and you know show some love for uh, for your boys here at A Winner Is You and Bandwagon Nerds, and just for the Chairshot.com in general, because there are some awesome podcasts out there, and you do some awesome stuff with their articles. Uh, and this entertainment section continues to grow with all the different sports uh, shows that are coming out. There's a UFC show now out there, a podcast. So make sure you go check that one out. I think it's called Five Rounds. Um, so go check that one out as well as Three Man Weave with my boy PC Tunney, my my partner in crime from the DWI podcast. So go check all those out. Go to thechairshot.com. Follow all that stuff. You can follow us all over Twitter and Facebook, both at A Winner Is You. The letter U, a winner is you. And as I mentioned, my own shameless plug, the DWI podcast. Check that out on Twitter at Podcast DWI and Facebook.com slash DWI podcast. And I think that's it. I think that is everything we need to sponsor. And this is getting ridiculous with the background. So we're going to get the hell out of here before. That's what I'm saying. Get me get the hell out of here. Out of control. <laughs> so. This is A Winner Is You, and just remember, it's dangerous to game alone. 
take us. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.